Hello, it's Dennis O'Brien back again on Let's Talk About It. And Susan Johnson, is uh, was uh, she was doing something when I left the house, uh, doing something professionally. And she is, said she was going to be a little late, but I expect her in a few minutes. And I hope she comes because I really need her to... Uh, you know, to make sure that I stay on uh, in my lane and uh, do the right thing and say the right thing and don't go too far afield. But anyway, I'm uh, really pleased to be here with Matt Rupar and his smiling face. Matt is always uh, in good spirits whenever we're here, and I know he does the same with all the other shows because they all compliment him and doing a great job here for uh, WILI AM and FM. Now, don't forget, now we're on AM if, it's not, if you're trying to get it on, on, on AM, it's not coming in good. Try it on FM, because we are on 95.3 FM, in case you didn't know. And believe me, I'm saying that because people in the community have, during the past week, have said, oh, you're on FM? I mean, it, you know, some people don't know, and, and, and I, I understand that, because uh, I know because I'm here every almost every Friday, and, and that's why I know. But I, I'm very, very happy to be here with Matt, and I'm happy to be here with my old friend, Ray Axelrod. Ray Axelrod and I go back a long way, a long way. Right when you know I was a legal aid lawyer back in the day. We were both younger. We were we were both yeah equally number equal number of years ago, and uh, we were both definitely younger. And uh, uh, I worked with legal aid, and uh, Ray was a volunteer, a student, right? Intern. An intern, okay, at, at legal aid, and I worked with uh, an, a unit that Susan worked with. And I believe with uh, uh, legal assistance to Medicare patients. Yep. Okay, so yeah. Ray learned about Medicare, and uh, knows something. It's been, it's been a long time, though. Ray. I know Ray. something. I just don't know exactly what I know. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I feel the same way about that. But I hear about it more. Uh, my, my, I hear about it from Susan every once in a while, and uh, she brings me up to speed, sort of, uh, to the extent that anybody can bring me up to speed on anything. But. Uh, Ray has, has always been a, a, a person who will step in and help the community uh, with something, and, and he doesn't ask to get paid. Okay, he's, he's a good guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's somebody who's very valuable to the community, and we, he's patting himself on the back now. For those of you who are watching on radio, but he is, you know, this, is, this show will be seen on Charter TV 192 in about two weeks, maybe, maybe three, on a Friday at 8 p.m., so you may get a chance to see... Ray Axelrod, he can still do it. Hard in the whiskers. Pat, well, I shaved. That's why I shaved the show. I, I, I had a seven days growth of beard. I had to use a, a, put a new blade in the razor because I had a, I had a, a surgery on my face, believe it or not, uh, last Tuesday, and I had to bandage my face. I just took the bandage off today. Well, I was changing it every day, but I had to put another one on. Just took it off today and decided I'd shave for our viewing audience you're looking good anyway thank you for not bad for 80. not, not bad, bad for at all okay well thank you see we've we've got a mutual admiration society going on here and you know the other thing i want to say is ray's get uh ray's guest appearance on our show has become sort of an annual event and uh you know and because ray is ray is when you think of the i know you're not the president and you're not listed with the officers anymore of, of the of the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum, but when I think of the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum, my thoughts turn to Ray Axelrod. Oh gosh! Well, you've been there. Watch for, out, Dennis. You've been with it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I've been with it for more than thirty years. So, the president oh, of yeah. creation, no, pretty much. Yeah, 
or about six months after its formal creation, uh, you know, as far as the Railway Historical Society chapter and all that, and our original charter. We're going to get into that in a few minutes, uh, right. maybe two minutes, but I just want to point out that the main reason why we see Ray every year around this time is what, Ray? It's Railroad Day coming up on September 2nd, 11, 11 to 4. We've got train rides and some hand car rides, displays, sales tables, the kids' garden railroad, as well as the crawl upon the Betty Lou and the other cars that are in that wood railroad that kids can actually crawl on and through. We've got a picnic area. Come on down and see. You'll discover a lot down there. Anyway, back to Dennis. You got music, too. You got music. Yeah. We you got, always have we music. We got Duke and other people playing That's right. Playing the guitar and the banjo. Okay. and I don't guarantee the banjo, and I, I promise not to play the banjo. They'll be singing railroad songs, for uh, among other things. Yep. Okay, and I, I always enjoy that part of the show, and that and, and that goes on for a while. Yeah, that, that goes on basically the whole midday time. Midday time. Yeah, we actually, if people need to get there earlier, the museum actually opens at 10, but the formal program will be like 11 to 3. You know, that's what we're, okay. that's the big push time. I got to tell you, I always, you know, every Friday morning, if, if I haven't already notified Wayne and John Tewitt, about who our guest is going to be on Let's Talk About It with Matt Rupar, who's always here, and Susan Johnson. Who's Matt's a permanent guest on his own show. Pretty much. And, 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 and Susan Johnson, who's usually here, and I'm hoping I'll see her uh, pretty face come through that door real soon. Uh, but anyway, uh, what I always do is I contact uh, John to it and Wayne Norman and tell them who the guest is. And this morning, I did it before I had my coffee. And what I wrote was... Um, wow, I'm married. Wh- what I wrote was... <laughs> well, I, I sometimes I get up a little earlier. What I wrote was, uh, af- after looking at the web- your website and seeing the hours for uh, the, the event on, on, on September 2nd, uh, Railroad Day, Railroad Day I, 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 I wrote it wrong. I wrote 11 to 2. And so John Tewitt announced it as 11 to 2, and then I wrote back to him. I said, oh, John, I screwed up. He said, well, I'll fix it on the next broadcast. He said, but uh, don't worry about it. The event's not until next week. I said, just I, I'm I not, said, my feelings yeah, exactly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry. If people know it's the 11 to 2 part That's right. or 11 to 3, they can always hang out, they for, can another always hang out for another hour and walk around, take, an, take another train ride. Ray just said, actually, when he opened, and I asked him about the, uh, the day for the first time, you said 11 to 4. When I heard you say that, I said, wait a minute, what's going on here? Well, 11 to 2, 11 to 3, 11 to 4. Because of that, it's, the event is 11 to 3, and the, but the day, our actual formal day, is 10 to 4. Okay, I knew you were going to say that, but I wanted you to say it. I was, gonna, I was guessing. All right, so set I got me up it right. and I'll walk right into the trap. Okay, so, no, I... Uh, no, it's fine. No, I'm your friend, come on. I'm, I anyway, I, I plan hey. on being there. Yeah, but we have to pick on friends, no? I plan on being there. Well, we got a show to do. Good. I, I plan on being there. I know when I'm on Wayne's show, he uh, he gives me a hard time. Okay. Yeah, he hasn't See, had me on in a long time. He's, he's 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 my mentor. Yeah, like you get on you get on this show more often than I do for crying out loud. I, well, I, I, hey, I I I. Uh, you need to talk with him, and you need to you need to say, I'm, Wayne, I'm going to sponsor one of your walks on the rail trail. Oh, I don't know about that. I I his I, walks. I his walks. Yeah, I I, I will. Uh, 
I'm, I'm pleading to our audience to, you know, let Dennis on your show, Wayno, because when I was, uh, you know, after I retired from being judge of probate, I was uh, on the town council for six really great years, when we, which we accomplished a lot, and you're seeing a lot of it happening now in town. I think the last big item to be finished is the jewel in the crown, and that's the high school renovation. But we have we, we definitely got a lot of things done with the help of the entire community. And, and I think it's made a big difference in town. Just like the, just like the railroad museum makes a big difference yeah. in town. Just like it. the thread museum makes a big difference in town. The airport, uh, the river. We have all kinds of good things here. W-I-L-I, A-M, and F-M. 95.3. 95.3 and even 98.3, is it? That's and, our sister station. Oh, I know that. Yeah. But and, they're, they're in the back. Yes. That's Keith and, Price now, right? Hey, now. let's get some of the staff at W-I-L-I. ILI mad and say, well, the heroes at ILI are Matt and Wayne and Dennis. Well, I'm just and a... John. That'll piss off everybody else. <laughs> well, uh, Matt can deal with that. <laughs> I, I, I I have to say that over the years I definitely have annoyed Keith Rice many times, and also Colin. And uh, although we're good friends, and I love them both. And I think they feel the same way about me, but I'm not sure. They're good folks. <laughs> they yeah, are really no. good folks. I, it, ILI has played big role in this community. I mean, just growing up here. I mean, if nothing else, listening to Wayne's voice, and he would go, Norm, is it a snow day? And I would go, yes! Click! When you were and go back And roll back over. You're going, you're going way back I'm now. going way back, yes. You're going back farther than before tr- I met you. I'm trying to illustrate the thank you factor. That's great. No, the, the station is amazing, and we're, I'm, I'm real happy. People sometimes people complain to me about certain things about the radio station, and, and, and more often I hear things about the Chronicle, and I say, you know what? You would miss them both if they left. I said, we're miss lucky. Them, miss them terribly, yes. Terribly. I mean, You're, how, we're lucky. How many communities don't have that anymore? And it's I, I can tell you right now, communities of this size, having a AM, a, a, AM and FM or two FM stations right under one roof, plus uh, a daily newspaper, uh, communities of this size, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. Not anymore. No. Sadly, not, not anymore. Very sadly, but it, it's, it's true. It, it is sad, but it's true. But 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 we're still holding out because this is a very special community, and I think part of it has to do with well, yeah, it's Willimantic, Mansfield, Coventry, Wyndham, Lebanon. You know that conurbation is damn important. But we are the center. We are the center of that universe here in Willimantic, and Wyndham. Let's say I'll, I'll, I'll say Wyndham too. Dennis, it's been window. great to travel this, through the center of time and the universe with you. <laughs> but anyway, that is, uh, I think UConn has a lot to do with it. I think oh. Eastern has a lot to do oh, yeah. with it. Well, they, but I, but I, I could, money do they put I, in the community? I, it's I, amazing. I could go on and on, but I, I'll tell you. We'll do uh, that next week, Dennis. The museum is 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 amazing. And, it's, and, and you you know, I, I read a little bit of the history. To, I reread it, actually, to refresh my Recollection is, as Matt knows, I always try to at least I'll do a little preparation for the show. And I, the, the, the year 1991 uh, seemed to stand out. Yeah, that was really talk, our, our, talk about our that, formative. Right? Well, the, trying to do this real quick. The formative idea for the museum came from the, the initial group was actually the Friends of the Valley Railroad or such in the mid-80s, was looking to separate from the Valley Railroad. 
They were looking for another location around southern New England. And they looked at Willimantic from 1980, about 87 to 91. They talked about locating in Willimantic and organized things around here. And then when New England Central, well, CV, at the, Central Vermont at the time, would not give permission to cross their trackage to do a ride like down toward Wyndham or Baltic, they decided to leave, but over 175 members had become involved in the Wyndham area, and we decided to keep together, keep working on what was here, and develop further, and develop within what we could in the town above Bridge Street, with the Columbia Junction, the Roundhouse, and everything. So we formed not only the museum, but also a chapter of the National Railway Historical Society to give some more credence and historical backing to a museum group here. And, we, you know, we've done an amazing job over the years. What you see over there when you tour the museum, you're seeing basically probably over $2 million worth of work from an all-volunteer organization over the last 30, 35 years. You're seeing state grants and small grants from local organizations like the, um, what's the, the guy on Pleasant Street? The Pajot Fund. Pajot Trust. The Pajot Fund has given us and the Textile Museum and a number of other museums granting its small grants of two to $5,000, but that's essential when you're trying to write other grants. And that's been for already like a six-year period, so it's wonderful. And we've gotten grants from the Amherst Railway Society. We've got grants from Mass Bay Railway Society. They are the ones who have often done passenger trains into Willimantic, and people would go to the museums about four or five years ago. They did trains two years in a row. People, people would go to lunch at the, at the brew pub and Dairy Queen and come to the museum, and, you know, and if they had time, tour some other stuff downtown. It depended on how much time. And we also did back trips down to the Scotland Dam while those people were touring around here in Willimantic. So, I mean, you really have to think about what the museum has meant to the town, and I think there's great growth potential, especially if you're bringing a thousand more people into apartments in downtown. You know, they can walk to the museum. That's another untapped source will have, you know, you got to see how that develops, but as Dennis, Dennis is a little more optimistic about what's going on downtown than I am, but that's good. You know, Ray needs a push. But yeah, I mean, the museum has developed, we, the Roundhouse was an amazing piece to actually get grants for and develop and put together. That's really the folk, focus, f focus point for our museum, that and the turntable. And... Yeah, yes. I'm going to ask a question about that. From what I read, was the old roundhouse there in the same location? Yeah, the the roundhouse that is there, the railroad built at Columbia Junction because in the 1890s, the New Haven took over the old New York and New England and the railroad that owned the airline or, you know, putting everything together. And that was to build a bigger facility. So that that was built like 1896, 98, you know, right in that period. And then... By the time we got into the late 20s, early 30s, the roundhouse was vacated because you had bigger locomotives with longer service times between intersections and where they were stored and things. So you, this facility was obsolete, so the New Haven 
actually raised the building to not have to pay insurance on it. But when we came in with the museum, we actually did archaeological work on the site with Nick Bellantonio, the state archaeologist at the time, went through two of the, the pits at the museum and examined for old tools and memorabilia and things, some of which we have on display in the Groton Freight House. We also explored, you know, back into the original blueprints and things that were on the site. We're still finding pipes and there's actually like a cistern back there because actually part of that area is built on fill. So Roundhouse has basement stones that go down under about six courses of granite are down below ground that you can't even see to help hold that foundation. And we built, some stones were formed, you know, it looks like stone, but it's actually cement that was formed to look like the stones for, to redo and set up the foundation and then built the, the six tall roundhouse back to the plan and dimensions as it was, as it had been. And then we had to pay for doors and windows and the brickwork all separately. That was like another $150,000 that we would raise and sell and and develop. I think the, the roundhouse is the, uh, is the focal point of the museum. I think it is something that you built on, uh, you know, the, uh, after, after you completed the, the new one, uh, you all. And, I, and I, I, I want you to explain to the public and to me, again, I want to explain that word. What what a roundhouse is, and what its what its function is, because unless you see it, oh, and oh. I and I, you know, and I've seen, I saw them when I was very young, back and, in the Stone Age when Dennis was young. I was, he grew up in the Breton. Yeah, and there was probably a roundhouse in the Breton in Berlin. I think in Berlin. I know I'm going to get beat up off the air. I may Dennis, be wrong, but that, I think about that accent. I know I saw one somewhere. But think of a roundhouse as a garage literally for overnight storage of the steam locomotives because they could bring the local small locomotives to do the daily work around Willimannock. They could bring them in overnight. A hostler would, they dump the ashes and clean the fire and let the pressure, steam pressure and the fire die down. Then in the early morning, someone comes in, a different hostler shift, comes in and starts building up the fire and look, and then backs the locomotive over by the coal and the water, they'd fill that and set it up. So when the crews came on, let's say 6 a.m., I don't know the exact starting time. It really doesn't matter. But local engines are ready to go and hitch up to the train and do. There were at least two switchers probably a day in Willimantic for many years. One for the industry out along the airline by Molten Court and Jackson Street. And another for Bridge Street down by the freight house and over to American Thread. Because American Thread actually had a siding in the front by 560 Main and down down into that area. And also over in the back in the mill, there's a warehouse that actually Providence and Worcester served American Thread till 1980, March of 80, March, April of 85 at the back warehouse. And then things were trucked forward into what was what was worked till American Thread closed in early 85. But and then American Thread actually had a narrow gauge railroad that ran in and among the mills. John Walker has a picture of the Helen B up on display in the shoe store. And that was basically kind of a thermos model locomotive that they could hit, hook into the plant steam lines, 
build up the pressure on the locomotive and run around because there's dust in a cotton mill. You don't want any fire going through or, well, you know the rest. You would know the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. I'm Paul Harvey. Who well, are listen, you, Dennis? Well, I, I, I just want to say it's a, the house is it's round. And, it, and because of the nature of the way it works, how, how it rotates okay. around. Yeah, get into that. All right. It's, if you think about the roundhouse as a garage, this is a six-car garage in our case. In New Haven, they actually had a 48, two 48 stall or so roundhouses. One stall would be open and the locomotives could come through. Then the turntable was used to locate it into the particular cent door you wanted to go into. And what was done on even on road locomotives would be light repairs, brake shoes, air tank, adjustments that could be done quickly. Heavy servicing would be done at Reedville, Boston, New Haven, possibly Providence or Worcester. You know, bigger shops, bigger facility, heavier work. But think it's not only a storage garage, but it's a working, it's where you hide the tools and, you know, it. Think of it if you were in a shop at Wyndham Tech. It's the it's the crib as and tool house and workshop as well as where the repairs are done. And for us as a museum, having that covered facility, that allowed us to bring in equipment for repairs and so we can work on things during the colder months. Also, we, we have a few pieces of equipment which are donated with the caveat that they are kept indoors for store with storage, proper year-round storage, and not out in the weather. And this allows that, as well as restoring other pieces of equipment. Bev, Bev York has always wondered, where the hell's my husband? But actually, he was just hiding and, and working on the 4052 caboose for years and years and years. Duke had like, has probably like 3,000 hours into that caboose as far as the restoration. So you can ask him about that when you come down to the museum. Come to think of it, I, I did go uh, see a roundhouse when I was a young, very young child. And don't forget, I'm a World War II baby, so that's a while ago. But 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 it was a field trip. Is that World War One or World War II? two? No, come on, Ray. <laughs> World War Two. Anyway, uh, I, I, I started school in the 40s, okay? And, and, and I was a little kid, and I You're went on a trip. You're as old as my brother. I, oh, okay. Well, that's a date shoot. I, I, I went on a trip. I went on a field trip with my little friends and, and our teachers to a roundhouse. I don't, I, to a, 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 some sort of a railroad facility, and it had a roundhouse. And we, and we were amazed. You don't know if it was Hartford, Berlin, or Middleton? Don't, or, don't know. Don't okay. know. I was right. maybe seven. Uh, you know, and, 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 and we were amazed by the way the things went, thing went around. They could back the, an engine out. And then they then they could, could go around again, back another engine out, and that's the way you know it was just amazing, and it enables them to store these gigantic uh, machines in uh, all in in a, in, a, in, a, in a small we have tiny area. ones too, and big ones of a, a tiny ones too in a very small area. Yeah, and what it, what Dennis is saying about backing them around and, and turning around is yes, you can turn a locomotive and get it repositioned, like if something came in from Providence and they're going to put that locomotive on, back on the train to go back to Providence, put it on the other end, they want to do that. Or sometimes you had freight go into a boxcar a certain way, so you had to turn the boxcar to get the delivery to be able to come off 
to the right door. Things like that. Okay, I'm getting to look for Matt Rupar that it's time for a break. And we just we were just joined by Susan Johnson coming through the saw her in the window um, overjoyed, delighted she came and to whatnot. Defend Dennis. And, <laughs> no, I came, came to say hello, hello. You, and I thank you, Ray Axelrod, for being here. And you uh, you came in just in time for our break. Well, that's so good. So we'll 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 set you loose in uh, a few minutes, <laughs> and you can uh, you can ask some of the questions. But don't forget, Ray, what are we here for? We're really here. To We're here rem- for Raro Day. We want to see everybody we can down uh, down at the museum on September second. Come on down. Music, train rides, operation of the turntable, so you can see Dennis try to stop the thing. No, I want to marvel skidding. at it. I want to watch it. And. Lots of displays. We'll have tables with railroad memorabilia for sale, and as he said, music. We're gonna. We might even get Dennis to play some music. No, I, I can't play anything. No, no. Whether that's I'm just a bad t- thing. <laughs> it's, it's, okay. I think it's good. He's but, gonna sing. I think it's good, but most people don't. Come on and, down. Many, anyway, come on down. We'll be right back with Ray Axelrod, Matt Rupar, and Susan Johnson. All right. All right, I hope you're not too insulting. Marty's 76. No, I'm not insulted at I, all. I know. I'm proud of my age. I wish I wouldn't, I wouldn't hey, tell people. You've got no choice. Yeah, you might, as well, might, as, might as well adapt to it, I know. Right? That it's well, just I you know what it is about ageism. I think that the young people are just jealous we made it this far. What do you think? No, I think that they uh, buy into the stereotypes. It's a, well, it's stereotypes. I create a little jealousy. Huh? They, they, uh, what they happens when you get old? Are, are useless That's about a division. No, we're wiser. That's right. We think. Well, <laughs> well, you it know, depends on the individual. I I'd say. Well, I think we're all wiser you're if right. you're if we're working at life well, and well, you uh, as a general rule. Experience is the best teacher, so. I yeah, look how many mistakes we've made all together. That's right. And that's what. A lot that's of mistakes. Right. The more mistakes, cool, the more you learn. That's <laughs> how so you learn. When you learn to, uh, when you make a mistake, you. Uh, you uh, say, okay, next time do, I'm going to do You don't better. have to do that mistake again. No, yeah, well, try like, not to. Uh, you just you know, move uh, on to the next mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be the next right thing, I believe. One of the things okay, I want to say well, in the second half good. of the show like is, uh, wise. is is one one thing one thing that happens. Sounds a wise guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to bring this up when we come back. One thing that happens around this time, because Jay, Jay Tewitt is well aware of uh, Railroad Day. Okay, well aware. We talked about it. I talked about it with him this morning. Oh, you get railroad in certain music. He he will he does he has a theme for every one of his uh, his Vinyl Frontier shows. He creates the theme before the show, and he asks for suggestions. And every year around this time, around uh, uh, Railroad Day, he does a show on trains, and and there's a lot of music on trains. Oh yeah. And and I I always get to suggest. Several songs by my favorite artist, Bob Dylan, because Bob has done a few train songs. Yeah. Slow I train. Was, I was listening to one the other day, you know, one toke over the line. And well, that's not Bob Dylan. But it's a, no, but it's, unless it's, he, the, unless it's he, the era. Well, it's the era, but well, Bob Dylan's era yeah, is still the, going on. Choke over the rail line? No. <laughs> hey, wait, wait in the state, waiting, waiting for the state. I don't even remember who did wait, that, but I should remember Shipley. the song. I gotta take. Oh yeah, yeah, song. right. Brewing uh, okay, okay. All right, you're Waitin into that. In the station downtown. Yeah, right. yeah. That's a that's. I, I don't think. Uh, I don't know if you could suggest that to him on 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 Facebook, uh, but I, I'm sure, I don't know if he'll play that one. Let, let him do Bob and Arlo and. There are a lot of. Uh, you know who you know who knows a lot of train songs is Duke York. I wouldn't have known that. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling Matt. Yep. 
Yeah. Matt, well, Matt, I think Matt knows that Duke, ha- Duke has a song about the ghost train. Ghost train's Ghost train, coming, yeah, and you better right. get on, he says. I'm sure it sounds like the Pete's train. I'm, I'm sure it gets John. John Tewitt plays songs that you won't hear on AM radio anywhere else. I think. Yeah, but you might hear them on FM on um, the the folk show on Yukon. Yeah, sure, but not on AM. I mean, I, that, and I, it, yes, I know. And I, you know, John John Tewitt plays. Uh, he plays more Bob Dylan songs than anybody on AM radio. No this doubt about thing. it. And I am suggesting them every time he comes up with a theme, I can usually find a Bob Dylan song because Bob's written 500 songs. And, uh, you know, about 350 of them are real good. So I, I know the real good ones anyway. I know some of the bad ones too, but not too many. Anyway, uh, so we'll be probably. Got one minute. I'm going to suggest to John, though, I said, don't forget, since uh, Railroad Day is coming, you got to do a train, train day. And. Uh, you know, it would be good for him to do it on Friday, the day before the, uh, the day before the event. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna remind them, and and John is uh, always uh, willing to accept a good suggestion, just like Matt Rupar. Yeah. Get about thirty seconds. Oh, so Susan was not gonna be here to. Uh, yeah. Well, that's fine. Bring us back. Well, I'll, we'll, I'll take we'll her. get her. Well, she'll get into it. Don't worry. She'll get into it. She'll get into it. So. Anyway, I, I couldn't find my railroad shirt, and I go I, I bought it at train day one year, or a railroad day. Uh, I maybe buy another one. It's just, you still have those shirts? It's a collar on. We got some. I I'm not sure. This is an ancient shirt. I'm not sure exactly what some of the inventory is. Yeah. You know, okay. Or exactly three, what we'll have out. No new there. ones. All right. One. Hey, Dennis O'Brien blasting off on the second half. I don't think I've ever said that before. That, that's, you know, I'm, Jesus, I'm still creative in my, in my old age. Uh, blasting off with uh, Ray Axelrod and Susan Johnson will be right in. Matt Rupar is here. We've been talking about uh, the uh, East, uh, Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum and Railroad Day coming up on September 2nd. Right, Ray? Yes, Dennis, it's great. Uh, you know, it's been a growing event each year, and we try to come up with different things. But the basic theme with the with the rides and kids enjoying themselves, and 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 adult kids like Dennis enjoying I, themselves. I've ridden. I've ridden. <laughs> it, it counts. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're they're always doing work down at the museum site, so things are changing. There's always progress. Also, we're always looking for volunteers, and it doesn't have you don't have to just be a train fan. We need grant writers, we need cleanup, we need painting, we need, you name it, we need it. Being a volunteer organization is hard at any time, and it's been especially hard since, since COVID, whether it's Textile Museum, Proves Crandall, Wadsworth Athenaeum, or us. Of course, we're as big as Wadsworth Athenaeum, right? Well. Someday. In, in a way. I, I, uh, I must say that my good friend from the town hall, who used to be the uh, town planner, and I when I was in the probate court, and yep. I, I, many, I had many conversations with him, provided great service to the town, James Finger. Yeah, I had no idea until I saw on Facebook, uh, he puts pictures of himself 
and others working on the railroad. I've been working on the railroad. And, and that's a song for John Tewitt. That anyway, the, yeah, that's an you obvious You can come one. up with only a list of about we, 200 railroad songs. Yeah, I think we can come up with 200, but I, I'm not going to I'll let you work on that. Okay. I'll give you some, I'll give you a list of all of Dylan's railroad songs. And I'm sure that I'll give them to John Tewitt. Okay. If he does a, if he does a train day. It's a plan. But, but anyway. Train day, you know, train day on the radio. Now we're, now we're talking. Well, all day, six to six. Train day, yeah. Well, he's done it. He's done it before. He 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 does it around this time because of, of your event. And I and I, yeah, I I've no, been to the event many times. He's done great. Seems, Patty has played a couple of times with her band at, at Railroad Day and, and other well, great events. Great band. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I you know I I think it's been been getting bigger and better, every year, and we're hoping that Wayno will provide us with good weather, on the, uh, September second. Say it's a Saturday. I think he. I think that's in his contract with us. I think that's we'll, part. We'll of the pay deal. for the weather if he provides good weather. And by the way, you're going to be appearing on Wayne's show uh, uh, in a few days. Yep. You're going to follow yep, up your follow up your appearance on Let's Talk About It with Dennis and Susan and Matt with uh, Wayne, just with Wayne Norman one on one. Ray and Wayne talking talking railroads. Trains and the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum. Poor Dennis is going to have to take aspirin that morning when he tunes in. I will tune in because I will be up. At, uh, I get up at 8, mostly. Uh, heart, never after 8. And uh, you're not getting on until 8.10. Right. So uh, I will hear the whole, whole thing, and I will let you both know what I thought of the show. I will. This I do cool. it. I'm, a, Wait. I, I'm sure it will be great. You, you good constructive criticism. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you're going to give some right on Railroad Day when you get your tail down there and come on down and visit I'm going to be there, and I'm also going to be promoting, um, asking John Tewitt to do a train day for uh, Friday or yeah. Thursday no, that, this that, week. That, that would be great. To help promote the event, and I'm sure John will be willing, and I will also supply him with, I think Bob Dylan's got about four songs or maybe five that um, involve trains. Yeah, there's one be, called that would be, that one would called be Slow work. Train coming, which is a great song, but there's there's other tra- there's other train songs too. So uh, you know, and one of my favorite train songs is a uh, City of New Orleans by Arlo Guthrie. That well, that it's, he not, re- right it's here. not really by Arlo Guthrie. Well, he's, he's, he's singing. He sang it, but he revised it, and Steve Goodman did not necessarily like all that. Yeah, but I liked the I liked Arlo's version of it, and I I saw him do it here and right here in Wyndham, right here in Willimantic at Rec Park. Yeah, and Wayne was there too. Yeah, and didn't we also have? I think I saw Arlo barely one time at Chabu. I did not. I, I did not see right. him at Chabu. I I think I have three or four concerts that I actually made at Chabu, and that would be Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Bonnie Raitt, and I think Arlo. Well, you saw some good ones. Wow, Bonnie Raitt. I saw I saw Bonnie Raitt's father at the Oakdale, John Raitt. Okay. He was he he sang in the. In uh, plays like Oklahoma and uh, Carousel, and he was uh, a great, great singer. You want to sing the? No, I'm not going to sing. Okay, I thought you. Were, I thought we were going to get together and go Oklahoma, where the. No, 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 I, I, no, no. I, I, that's not enough more, of that. I know. That's not my favorite. We're just trope. scared away the audience. That's not my favorite. No, that's not my favorite show. That wasn't bad. That's not my favorite show tune. <laughs> you know who loves show tunes more than anybody I know of my generation. Wayne Norman, you ask him. I can he, imagine. He, when he was a kid, his mother used to take him to uh, Broadway shows. Wow. You know when they played in California, and uh, probably when uh, after he moved to uh, uh, Connecticut, because Wayne lived 
uh, pretty close to New York. He lived in Fairfield County when he was a kid, when he was an older kid. And I bet he, but he loves to see uh, Broadway shows. Wow. Still. I can, I can half top that anecdote as far as Broadway shows and things. Because my Uncle Ben, his tale was, after, he worked for the railroad summers, like 1916, 18, and 19. And one legend, one story was that when they, when the de- truce was declared, they, he and some fr- a couple of friends kind of took a locomotive and ran it up from the roundhouse down to Bridge Street and back or something, tooting and celebrating. Which war? World War One. Okay, I was going to say that. You, you said, I gave the right year. You said 1918, so yeah. I, I wanted to be straight on yeah. that. Okay. And also... That's before my time. Ben... Ben and his future wife, Mary, he would go in on the week. He worked for the Bulletin and the Chronicle through those early years, teens, 20s. And he would, when they were courting, he would go in. She worked in New York. He would go in on the weekend, spend the weekend with her, and they would go to a Broadway show. Fantastic. By so, train. you know, yeah, but, just what you're talking about is, well, my, you know, similar admiration I don't of, want to of di- Broadway. I don't want to digress too long, but... Why not? My, my first train trip to my first train trip anywhere was on June third, nineteen fifty one. That's the day my father took me to a baseball game at the Polo Grounds in New York City. Two, uh, two baseball games it was a doubleheader: Cardinals versus uh, Giants. I saw Willie Mays when he was a rookie. I saw Stan the Man, and and you know what? The, I loved the Berlin train station. I took many trips with him uh, before he passed away to New York City, uh, he passed away when I was 17, between the ages of seven and, I was seven when I took my first trip, between the ages of seven and 17, we must have taken the train to New York City 15 to 20 times, for sporting events usually, Statue of Liberty too, things like that. There's something funny Dennis is, Dennis is making me think of, because my, a lot of my friends are like, how the hell does Ray get every subject around the train? And here we have an example of how the hell does Dennis bring every show he's on around to baseball? Well, this is a good question. You can talk about it next week. Don't don't get me going, but I but I but I love I love trains. I love riding on a train. You love baseball better. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Best of all, I love that woman who was just here a minute ago, Susan Johnson. But but in in any case, and she knows it, and. uh, now the whole world knows it. I think they know anyway. They knew it before. I'm, I think they knew I'm it before. Sir. Any, anyway, thank you. Anyway, anyway, uh, I, I just want to go. Uh, I, I'm really excited about the next week. I'm really excited about next Saturday at the at the uh, Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum. The the, the museum opens actually at ten. Right. The event the, starts at eleven. The museum is open from ten to four. It's our formal formal day. And then even after Railroad Day, we're participating with Last Green Valley in the October, and we're open right the end of the season will be the last Saturday in October. Just to mention and give people further schedule, if you can't make Railroad Day, we're open Saturdays each year from the first Saturday in May to the last Saturday in October. But do come on down for Railroad Day. It's our biggest event of the year. We'll have lots of things going on, train rides all day. The main part of the event, again, is 11 to 3 on Saturday, Saturday the 2nd. You'll see me trying to ride the pump car, right? Got to do that yeah. pump car. 
you know, boom, 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 up and down. Yep. J- J- I think I he's going to go it. around the world in 170 <laughs> days instead of 80. I think I can he's, still do it. He may not be the fastest, but he's no, good. Not anymore. Not anymore. But anyway, I, I, I'm so looking forward to it, and I'd love to hear uh, what, uh, what's Duke York's. Uh, he's in several bands, but the band he's. Well, he was in a band called the Electric Train. That's right. But he that was. no longer That's right. formally exists, That's so there's a few now. different names. Yeah. And he used to perform as as a duo with Gary Ness. Right. Oh, for yeah. For years. That was for years. And, yeah. you know, Duke has been a wonderful addition to the stage, and as well as many other bands we've had and performers over the years at Railroad Day and at our concert series and everything. Well, he's performing in my backyard uh, for on a benefit for the uh, Thread Museum. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bruce John has been there, uh, David Foster. Uh, we've done a number of benefits for the uh, Fred Museum over the years yeah. in our backyard because our house is, is historic. Yeah, it's the former I, home of the uh, people who owned uh, Electromotive, the, uh, Josie Greer and yep. and Jesse Greer. Yep. And, My aunt sewed curtains for them. Does anybody know Bessie? You know, I grew I grew up going. Does any are you related to Bessie? Are you related to Bessie? And I finally <laughs> said no, just to. Just to get people's attention. Very good. All right. But what actually Dennis brought up, Textile Museum, I heard people from the Textile Museum were on the Wednesday. With John Murphy. With John Murphy. I heard that show. And, good show. you know, mentioned our event. I'd like to mention their event. They've got coming up, they've got a book sale this weekend. Very good. Over at Dugan. And I don't know if they're, I think they're doing a table down at the Railroad Museum on Railroad Day. They're, you know, they... Our co-museums, Gilson, Textile Museum, and the Railroad Museum, have done many events together, and that's essential, too, that we're all part of the community, and one complements the other. It may not be the same day, but if you look over the years, how much tourism. When we when Quilter's Dream was in town, it was nice, because it brought they brought in busloads to the, the quilt shop, went to lunch at the brew pub, then went to the Textile Museum. And when we've had bus groups, people go to the, you know, to a local restaurant. They'll come to our museum. They may go to other museums. You know, it all works out. And by the way, this is this is a non a non Willimantic museum. If I'm allowed to talk about them, mm. I don't know the date, but I know the Lebanon Historical Society is doing work songs, and train songs would probably be involved in work songs. Yeah, I would think so. So look for that concert, too, if you're interested. It's somewhere in the next couple of weekends. In any event, uh, we're talking about a special event that uh, we're focused on, but I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, it's great the way the, uh, you know, people, there are a lot of people in, involved in organizations, some of which have uh, some paid staff, some, uh, many of which have, have volunteers like Ray Axelrod. And, and, and Jim, I mentioned James Finger and, and Duke York and, uh, Bev York and others, and, yeah, and uh, you know we do tend to work together. We're not in competition with each other, no. and we are we are all for uh, not only Wyndham but the entire Wyndham area. Yeah, and but, it helps when you write a grant to to bring you know bring collaborations together because the more we're collaborating with the other museums or with downtown or te- you know doing our publicity with the, we share a table with the textile museum at the Thursday. It all helps. Well, one of the reasons we do this show is to promote uh, 
organizations like the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum, the, the Thread Museum, the Jilson House, and, and all the other great uh, entities around here that provide uh, all kinds of good things for our town and attract people into town and, and make people want to want to be here and want to live here, maybe invest here. It's, it's a great, it's a synergy, and, and the, uh, the, the, building, uh, the buildings that we've, we, we've, worked, we've done in the past few years all add to that. It's made the town uh, more, more attractive, I think, to people from outside. So, Dennis, with all that uh, build-up, build when do I get my Let's Talk About It t-shirt? Oh, oh wow! That, that's a, you know that you know we could do that. We have a, a we have a sign. Uh, we have a sign here. I can take have, a picture. Yeah, you know that's the best idea I have heard in in a, in a t couple of years uh, on the air, and and there's been a lot of good ones. But that's a great idea. Yeah, that we is should a good have a let's talk about a T-shirt. And uh, yeah. I'm wearing a WIL. Those of you who are watching on radio and who who get a chance to watch this it's one, it's not shows. a new one, folks. No, it's not a new one. This is a this is a. A vintage, as Matt uh, Rupar said when I walked in, that's a vintage T-shirt. And you can tell it's vintage because it's a little tight on me. It's, it's a long sleeve shirt. It's a little tight, and, uh, but it's beautiful. And uh, I, think, I think we're going to do that, Susan. We're going to go down and see Mr. Uh, your, what's it? Vining. Vining, yes. Mr. Vining, Vining and Vining's have him print up some uh, local guy. Yeah. Right. guy I, we I, uh, I we know one. very well, and we have connections with him from... From way up in Maine, too. And we are going to go and see him, and we are going to get some Let's Talk About It t-shirts printed. Oh, I think it. that's a great idea. We oh. could march together in the uh, in the, uh, in the boombox boom box parade or whatever, you know, because, you know, everybody wants to march in the boombox parade. Oh, so I better march next year with my Let's Talk About It t-shirt. Yeah, you can yeah, march. Yeah, I think you, you'll get you, one. You can march like with the railroad the, museum. Wear your Let's Talk About It t-shirt. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Yeah, All right. All right. That's going to be And I was trying to pick on it. We have to. We have. We it's have. Hard. It's hard to we out. have to give him one. He has to get one of the first ones yes, out of the. We'll have to have him on the show and give him an honorary. Let's we'll have him on the show and give him one. Yeah, if we could get it done he can in time. Grill me. Yeah, great. Submit Fantastic. the questions before the show, please. Very good. Okay, so uh, Susan's back. Yes, I just want to thank Ray Axelrod for being here, and I want to thank everybody who works uh, on that railroad museum to make it such a great place for, for Wyndham. It really adds to the, the character of this area and the town, and I just hope that at some point in time it's gonna, we're going to have a railroad museum, and then we're going to go moving into the, into the future with uh, fast rail uh, for everybody all throughout the country, especially in Connecticut. So I'm hoping for that. Oh, you hit a nerve there, Ray Axelrod. Now we, my head's spinning. I want to go on that fast track. We've talked, we've talked about that before with three Ray. days to get out to Seattle earlier this year. And the fast rail? Not so fast rail. <laughs> yeah, that must have been fun, though, Ray. I'm sure you it, enjoyed it, the hell out of it. Well, not the third day evening. Okay, okay. okay. You know, by, right. by somewhere in there, sitting in a coach seat gets to you, but... Oh, yep. oh you know, you're going to get one of those morning, stretchy. You're all refreshed again. And stretchy like, out. That's good. The next train ride. That's right. It's a beautiful ride, though. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful I want to do that. Yeah, we were booked to go to uh, St. Louis last year, and uh, there was a p potential strike. And uh, oh, I got a call. Yeah. I got a call from uh, Amtrak uh, a day a day before we were supposed to leave, a day or two before we were supposed to leave for St. Louis, that uh, our train was canceled. And we were going to oh, we were going to go. Oh, they didn't want. Yeah, they didn't want you midway. Right, that's right. And then and, and they and they you know and, and we were we were going to go in the in a sleeper, 
And that would have been that would have, what an experience. That's nice. Yeah, that yeah would have I've been done nice. that. One way. I've done think, that. That's nice. I think the other way we would have been uh, writing in the in the seat and yeah, and but, getting kicking your back. But it was only it was only to St. Nice quick. It though. wasn't all the way to Seattle. It was only to St. Louis. And that and that and that is uh, anyway oh. that. But that's my latest but, train story. So we drove sitting up the whole way. We drove sitting up the whole way. <laughs> Susan drove most of the way because Susan is a real hearty soul. She can do it. <laughs> oh, thank you. She thank can you. do it. Yeah. Susan just yeah. drove uh, to Toronto. Yes. And back by right. herself. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't do that. I'd, <laughs> I'd be I'd be worried about falling asleep. No, I'm not asleep when I'm driving. Not you. I'm, no, I'm you're all wired out when I. You're drive. amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> yeah. I, and in fact, it take, took me two hours to wind down afterwards, and I've been up around the clock. Some coffee was sold there. <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Anyway, Ray, <laughs> what's going to happen on the on Saturday, second of 2nd. September? Come down and see us at the railroad museum right off Bridge Street. Please come to Railroad Day. Bug Ray. Bug everybody else at the museum. Take your train ride. Have some. Possibly some food. I'm not sure how that's that's come out, but we'll have music. We'll have train rides. We'll have the kids' play area, as well as face painting by Eastern students. Eastern has been great over the years with with volunteers among the students working at the museum, as well as participating in Railroad Day and Opening Day. All right, I'm going to pass it back to the bosses here. We're talking about September 2nd, and Ray is also going to appear on the Wayne Norman Show on Tuesday, the 29th of August, beginning at 8, 10 a.m. I will be listening, and I hope you all do, too. We, I, you never can get enough Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum. I'm sure Dennis is calling in that day. He thought I was going to say you can never get enough of Ray Axelrod, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave I, it. I can get enough of me. I'm going to leave it at that. And But, you know, we don't see you that often, Ray, and it's really a pleasure to have you on the show. And, and we're going to work with John Tewitt and try to get John Tewitt to do a, a day on uh, train songs yeah. this week to, to, to highlight that the, that would be great. the railroad days are coming up. I want to say thanks to Wayne and, and to, maybe to Matt, I don't know, and to Dennis and Susan, <laughs> and thanks a lot. Matt is telling you you've got eight seconds left. Anyway, great show. Great having you on the show. We'll see you Saturday, September 2nd at the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum, 55 Bridge Street, I believe it is. Yes, it is. Okay, and Susan will be there. Toot, toot. I will be there, and everybody else should be there, too. There will be a lot of great people there. Matt Rupar, thank you so much. Thank you, audience, for listening in. And we'll be back next week with another great guest. And the day after that, we'll be going to the Connecticut Eastern Railroad Museum. Thank you. <laughs>